Hey everybody, welcome to Ask Me Anything. I am Matt Love, but I am not here with Pastor JD, and not even for the reason I'm normally not with Pastor JD. Normally when I'm not, when he's not here, it's because we're doing like a sermon excerpt or something like that. But today, and for the next couple of episodes, we actually have a really special guest joining Pastor JD, and I'll actually let him introduce that guest here in a second. Um, so I don't really need to do much to start this off and really just tell you that the first question that JD and the special guest are going to answer is, why is it important to go to church in person? Great question. Let's listen. Well, normally here on Ask Me Anything, Matt Love, our host, will present a question that usually comes from one of you, the listening audience, and I'll take a few minutes to try to give you a quick answer to it. But every once in a while, I will encounter a question of my own and feel like I need to have the nation's expert come in and talk to me about it. And that's what's happening today. We are flipping the mic. And I have the role of interlocutor, I think the academics like Tony would say, and Dr. Tony Morita is going to give us the answer. And Tony, I'm sitting here holding in my hand two books. Um, one, I think an older book called Love Your Church, Eight Things about being a, a church member. And then your newest one uh, that just came out called Gather. Ray Orland wrote the forward to this first one and and David Platt of that second one. So some excellent guys there. Um, sounds like you're pretty passionate about the local church. Am, am I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm into that. <laughs> into that. <laughs> so, you know, um, Tony, both you and I pastored here actually locally through covid and we, um, I took advantage of technology. I know that you guys did too. We're allowing people when they weren't, couldn't gather to do that. And um, we've seen here at the church a number of people that, uh, some of whom are listening to this podcast, and I won't, um, I won't call them out, but they're listening. And they've just said, you know what? I enjoy my small group. I get together with Christian friends. And it's just better for my family if we, you know, come down in our pajamas and sit around and it's family worship. And, and that's my church now. Do you think that's a good idea? And if so, why not? <laughs> no. I think uh, I sympathize with a lot of that, and I, I agree with you. Technology is a great gift. Uh, we benefited from COVID just, you know, it gave us the ability to stay connected. I think you can uh, do a lot of good information transfer, a lot of uh, teaching. I like to say it's a good supplement, but it's not a substitute for uh, in-person gathering. So not negative toward it. I just don't think it can do what uh, embodied worship, you know, offers us. I think it's it's uh, different if we're talking about shut-ins, people who can't physically make it to the gathering, people who are sick and so on. And so we have like like a private live stream that we give to certain individuals who physically can't be there. Um, and so... Like they have to request it from you? Yeah, they have oh, to wow. see their elder, yeah, and, okay. and talk to us about it. So, see, that's, that, I feel like that's very responsible. I don't know I what it like is. If I were a better yeah. pastor, that's what I'd be doing. We just like, here it is, whoever wants it. Well, the people didn't like it just came to Summit. Okay. You know, so decided <laughs> to watch online. But, um, you know, here's, here are a few... Uh, thoughts. One is, um, just generally speaking, our habits form us. Hmm. Uh, that's true in any part of our life. You know, if you have a habit of going to the gym, that's going to shape you. Like, quite literally, it's going to shape you. <laughs> if you, and if, I think if you have a habit. By the way, those of you that are listening can't see the svelte <laughs> specimen that I'm staring at right now who obviously spends a lot of time at the gym. Uh, I can't afford your gym. Uh, <laughs> yes, but I, I think uh, missing uh, worship in person is going to have a, an effect. You know, yeah. our, our lives, uh, you know, we're building liturgies in our lives. And I think the sacrifice that it takes to be in person, the, uh, 
um, all, all of the intangibles of embodied worship really does have an impact on our lives. Um, and I, secondly, just thinking about embodiment, I think it's important for us to remember that we we are made for embodied relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, like the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Jesus mm-hmm. didn't just zoom from heaven, uh, <laughs> you know, the message of the gospel, but he actually walked among us. Like he, uh, John said, we touched him, we saw him, we were with him. Uh, the resurrection was not just a spiritual resurrection, but it's a bodily resurrection. Mm-hmm. And so there's something theologically significant about uh, being being together in person. Uh, I've always loved the end of Second John and Third John, where he says, I have much more to write to you with pen and ink, but um, I don't want to write with pen and ink, rather, uh, because I, I want to be with you so that our joy may be complete. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. even like a, an inspired epistle, he's saying there's something lacking in communication like this that uh, we can't experience unless we're together. Right. Um, and so I, I just think there's something really special about being made in the image of God, being yeah. made uh, as, a, as a physical person that we could uh, explore. And then uh, finally, just uh, from Hebrews 10, as uh, the writer talks about uh, not neglecting to, to meet together, it's interesting what he says about that. He says, let, it, let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another all the more as you see the day drawing near. He, he doesn't say meet together so you can hear the sermon or mm. to sing. He actually mm. puts the emphasis on so that we can stir up one another. Interesting, and yeah. I think that's what I would say to a lot of people today is that worship is not just about receiving, not just about listening and hearing, because yeah, you can do that at home, listening to the sermon. Right. But what are you giving in corporate worship? Oh, what are, how are you contributing to, to the, the community of faith? And that's what you can't do uh, at least at the same level, by by doing it remotely, like uh, being together and encouraging one another as you see the day drawing near. That's how important it is, that uh-huh. the day drawing near is coming. And so what's on our mind when we come to a corporate gathering is, yes, I hope it's a great sermon by J.D. Um, or Brian, but uh, how can I encourage somebody and stir them up to love and good deeds? Because it's a very, very important ministry. Yeah, you know, when you're talking, I'm thinking about actually an analogy that I may have gotten from you. Um, Tony is one of the greatest preachers that you can podcast on listen to. So you should definitely find their podcast, but, um, just pure preaching science. And there was a, it was either you or somebody else, whatever it was, it wasn't original with me, but it basically was like, you know, there's nothing wrong. Like when I travel, I I will zoom with my wife and it's great to be able to see your face. And I'm thank God for technology. But if I'm at home, and I'm in one room and she's in the other and I'm Zooming with her, that that probably indicates that we've got an unhealthy relationship. <laughs> that's right, that's right. And so I want to see her in person so that my joy may be complete. Let's go, let's go, yeah. And so, you, you know, I, I, when, when I hear people say, hey, I, I just loved it so much that I stuck with it, you, you kind of like, I, I don't know if the relationship with the body of Christ is really, you know, as healthy as it, as it should be. What would you say, Tony, just practically speaking, um, there's somebody listening and who knows where they are. They're in uh, Des Moines, Iowa. Is Des Moines in Iowa? I it think. is. is that right? It okay, is. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So um, they're like, listen, you know, this is great. If it was a, an Imago day or a summit where I live, mm. that's where I would do. But all the churches around here are just, you know, they're, 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 they're kind of lame. They're boring. Um, I, I just get more spiritual edification listening to your podcast, Tony, than I do from my pastor. What would you say to that, a person like that? Uh, well, they could move to Raleigh. <laughs> you don't need any more people, J.D., so I think they should come to my church. But um, 
Um, I think, again, I would go back to how can you contribute to your gathering? Yeah, your preacher may not be at the same level as someone else's preacher, but, mm. um, you know, we're called to live out all the one another's of Scripture, mm. and there are a ton of them. Yeah. And so so many of them we can do on a Sunday morning or whenever we meet for worship. Yeah. Uh, so arrive early, stay late, and think about how you might honor one another, encourage one another. Greet one another with a holy kiss, right. <laughs> you know, whatever that means. Which, in which you can't do. Which you can't do on Zoom, by the way. You can't. You can't kiss someone right, right. Uh, with you a holy a kiss. kiss. Emoji. I've, I've done that before. <laughs> yeah. Even however we do that physical affection, handshake, fist bump, whatever. Again, there's something about being together that necessitates, you know, uh, presence. Yeah. Um, and so there's so many one another's that we just can't do. Uh, remotely, like we have to be together, and so uh, you may not have the the church you in your mind that you want that 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 dream church, uh, but there are still ways that you could probably live out the one another's, right? And, and that's satisfying, that's yeah. fulfilling. Yeah, I always tell people, I'm like, you know, what attracts you to a church is you, you connect with a preacher, you love the worship. That is never what holds you to a church. Never. People that come here for those reasons, they like they make it six to eight months, and then you know what? I get very predictable as a pastor, and if that's why you're there, you'll find something else but what connects you to a church is the is the is the fellowship the yes. people your friendships and um it, it is true if you're listening i mean if there it is not a gospel preaching church mm-hmm. then you should not go I mean, you should not connect yourself to something like that but a lot of times that's not the case it is a gospel preaching church it's just not very not as exciting as mm-hmm. what you hear yeah and i say this without any you know hesitation or i'm not hedging at all i would go to a c level worship and preaching church and be connected over going to an A plus where I was just kind mm-hmm. of sitting in the audience anonymously. Yeah, one hundred percent. We asked. It was about five years into our church plant. We had like a Christmas dinner, and I asked people basically to share their high points from mm-hmm. Imago Day, and not one person said <laughs> preaching. They they all said relationships, all of them. Yeah. Which is why now, like um, the people that talk to me after a sermon are usually guests. Yeah, that's right. N- nobody cares about me. You know, like yeah, right. like they're thankful. I think <laughs> most of the time. Yeah. Some of the time, but but. Because they're they're there for community, and you're right, man. Just the way you said that, that they preaching is often the front door, and it needs to be solid. It needs to be gospel centered, as you said. But but community is what we're built for. Yeah, that's right. Well, the book is called Gather. I would encourage you if you love the local church and you're just looking for a way to understand membership better, to be able to encourage your family. I mean, if you're a dad, understanding why the church ought to be the most important and the center part of your life for a mom, I would encourage you to get this. Super easy read. It's uh, I mean, it's just so thin. It's just like small book, man. And I have a small mind. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, there's a lot of people listening and saying, I can relate to that. So anyway, pick up a copy. Tony, thank you for being here. And uh, we'll have you back on again real soon. My joy. That was a, a really good to hear from Pastor Tony Morita and a great question, great thing to process. I think obviously for a lot of us, that's a question we're having to answer post, post-COVID with a lot more options to watch church at home. And then obviously they talked about it, but if you are interested in what Pastor Marita had to say, uh, his new book, Gather, would be a great pickup, and uh, you can go buy that uh, book today. And then if you want more from Pastor JD, if you just are sitting there and you're like, man, I wish I could have heard more of what his thoughts were on some of these things, jdgrew.com is always a great place to go for resources from Pastor JD. And we will see you next time on Ask Me Anything.